0: Welcome back to the podcast. Um, I'm sorry I took a week off, but we're back now. I took a week off for some personal reasons. Um, Lessico was really busy as well, so I decided to take a week off, but we're back. I'm sorry I was going to upload yesterday, but this whole situation of George Floyd came up, and I have some some thoughts about it, and we will get into that later. Um, It's a very sad situation no matter what, but we'll get more into that and more into depth depth into that and once um, I'm at the end of the show of the uh, well of the episode today's topics we'll be talking about the presidential election coming up Uh, you know it's present it's 2020 presidential election always important Um, I'll talk about million votes what are my thoughts on it I I don't agree with it but we'll talk about it and finally the situation of George Floyd and the protest the protests and the riots that are happening Um, we're gonna get into that it's very very controversial. It shouldn't be controversial, like Ben Shapiro said in one of his episodes, but it became controversial. We'll just talk about that once we get there, but let's dive right in. Um, This year, we have the 2020 presidential election, and it seems like it's going to be a Biden versus Donald Trump, uh, at least from the two major parties, you know, Biden coming from the Democratic Party and Trump coming from the Republican Party. It's just uh, the two major parties. I don't know who's running for the Libertarian Party, but the I mean, they will get votes, but it's always between, it's always a necktie between the Democrats and the Republicans, the liberals versus the Republican, uh, the conservative party. Well, it's not really, they're not specifically parties, just their ideals are liberal. The Democrats align more well with liberal ideals and the cons- the Republicans align with more conservative ideals. Um, I don't think personally that Biden was the strongest kind con- candidate for the Democrats. I think Bernie was, but... I mean, the Democrats are running to, quote-unquote, defeat Trump. Uh, and Biden's also the last classical liberal. As we know, he's like a corporate liberal. And besides like, people like Bernie or like Klobuchar or like Warren, who are like very progressive liberals, uh, Bern, I mean, Biden was the last, quote-unquote, classical liberal. And to be honest, we all know the DNC was high-key against Bernie running. They, they weren't going to give the candidacy to Bernie anyways. He's too progressive. I mean, yeah, I just didn't see Bernie getting the candidacy in the the beginning. He's so progressive for the DNC, and he seemed like a threat to the country, in my opinion. But we can talk about Bernie another day and the pros and cons of Bernie's ideals. Um, But is Biden strong enough to win? And again, I think we're going to see something like what we saw in 2016, where Trump wins through the Electoral College. He's going to lose the popular vote. I mean, he seems very—Trump isn't as— Likely along, like, like in bigger cities. But I think the Electoral College will help him win again. And the importance of the Electoral College was so bigger cities like LA or like that. Well, Dallas is a big city, but not like New York or LA. Um, to, the sites for the whole country. So that's the importance of the Electoral College. We can get into that of that as well in another episode. But for sure, I think Biden will win. The popular vote, he's very popular among a lot of people, but I do not think he will win the Electoral College. I think Trump will win the Electoral College, meaning he will win again in November. He will be reelected. And the problem I see that with the Democratic Party is that it's solely focused on defeating Trump. I think there's bigger problems. Obviously, they focus on that and they cover them in their debates and their, in their town halls. And I don't agree With the Well, I agree that there is problems and their problems are clearly affect everybody. I just don't agree with the way they're moving forward, how they would move forward and defeating those problems like global warming. I feel like there's other answers to it, but I definitely do not agree the way the Democrats try to solve those problems. And again, I think the main problem with the Democratic Party and the DNC itself is they're trying to defeat Trump. Trump's only been in office for three years. And if I was a Democrat voter, which I am not and I will not. Say who I would vote for. Um, we'll let you figure that. You will let yourself figure that out. Um, if I were a Democrat voter, this wouldn't lure me to vote for them because again, Trump isn't the country. There's bigger problems than Trump. Trump's only been in office for three years. He's only our president, and obviously he he is important. The presidency is important. And the presidency a president should be respected no matter who it is. For example, if it was Obama, I would respect him even though I don't align with almost a lot of things. He doesn't. I don't agree with a lot of things that he. He proposed or he does, but definitely we have to respect the president. I don't care if you don't like him. I mean, I do care, but like it's again, it's America, it's a free country. You should be able to vote for whoever you are, uh, whoever you want. You have the right and the freedom to think whatever you want and to say whatever you want. Unless, it, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> that's for another day. But I think it's America, and that's the freedom of America where you can choose and vote for, for whoever you want. I'm not trying to tell you who to vote for, that's on you. And, again, I think Chum will be obviously – I think the two well, – the main thing Chum will be, like, judged on is how he controlled the coronavirus situation. I mean, there is a lot of controversy in how he controlled it and he was, quote, unquote, slow on it. I think he took some right decisions, but, again, he gets criticized for a lot of things. And I wanted to – like, have you ever watched Parks and Rec – Parks and Recreation, it's a sitcom Sitcom on from NBC. Uh, Leslie Knope is like the main character and she runs for office and she tries so much to help her city. And I see something like very similar stuff that happened between her. I know even though it's a sitcom, I can see so many similarities between what happens to her and to Trump. You know, she just tries to help the people. Maybe, obviously they have different ideals because in the show she is like a Democrat. But when she tries to help people they change what she says on the media. Um, the people obviously don't like what she says. Um, for the the whole councilman <laughs> themselves try to not allow any of her votes, to, of her proposed bills to go through. And I just think it just relates a lot to Trump. Like, you know, a lot of people just don't like when he tries to help people. Even if he does, they try to, the media at least finds a way to manipulate what he says and make him look like the bad guy. And that's something that watching the show impacts makes me see how they treat Trump. Even if I wasn't a supporter, if you can, watch that show, but it's very similar to how they treat Trump, like how he tries to help people and they end up just revolting against him and not liking what he does. And I think, not talking about Joe Biden, I think he did give the presidency to Trump for his comments. I think it was on The Breakfast Club where he was like, um, if you have a problem between, I'm not going to quote him directly because I'm paraphrasing here, but where he was saying, if you have a problem between voting, if you have to choose between voting for him and Trump, then you're not black. Personally, if Trump would have said that, well, not personally, but knowing how the media is, I would think if Trump would have said that, even if it was a joke, because clearly, I don't know if Biden was joking, but he was smiling after he said that. So it might have been a joke, but even if it was, if Trump would have said that, he would have been slaughtered on the media. And Biden didn't. I mean, it got covered by conservative news, and a lot of people that and some black people that were like why would you say this but it wasn't con- like covered by the na- by national media which is very unfortunate i guess because it seems it clearly shows the the media bias there is against trump because i mean presently if i was black i wouldn't want to vote for biden after he said that but again you're in america you're free to, to choose who you want to vote for I just think that if Trump would have said that those type of comments in any interview or whatever, he would it would have been turned around against him and he would have been slaughtered on national news. So, but now let's talk about mail-in vote, mail votes. I see why the, the idea is. I mean, I think some states already do it, but I see why it's coming up and it's becoming such a recurring topic to talk about because you know we're in the middle of a pandemic. But I I don't think we should do mail-in votes. I think it's easier, and it's a higher chance of voter fraud to do it. Uh, like it's an easier chance to, to do voter fraud uh, through mail-in votes. I mean, that's what the Democrats had been arguing for the past four years that Trump rigged the election. So I think obviously Trump used his campaign. He's using this as a way to turn it against them, where he's saying, "Oh, well, that's an easier way to commit voter fraud." And I and I and I agree. I mean even according to the Washington Post, many of the votes might not be counted and they'd be quote unquote thrown out. I mean, some of the things that from like some states where they did have mail-in votes for, for whatever reason they did, um, some of the reason that the votes didn't count was, quote, the signature on the ballot was not matching the signature on the state's records. The ballots were not, did not, they didn't have enough signatures it said, quote, the ballot did not having a signature. Yeah, there we go. And a problem with the return envelope or a missing deadline. It just makes it much more complicated to count the votes if they're milled in. So I can see why I, I don't personally agree with them going being milled in. And even Politico, they quote, uh, but while absentee ballots can keep people safe and expand voting access, they come with a drawback and it's a greater chance of litiga- litigation. I mean people will obviously protest this they won't agree a lot of people won't agree I think Texas ba- said no to a million votes which I'm from Texas so I'm okay with that because I voted before and I like the experience of going to vote it's I mean it's not that it's like a big deal I mean it is a big deal because voting your voice counts and people say that your vote doesn't count because you know Hillary won the popular vote but Trump won the electoral college and that, that's a whole topic of how votes work we could talk about another episode but for sure your vote does count and you should vote no matter what even if vote for whoever you want vote for who you who you think will benefit you the most not just because someone is telling you to vote for them but overall like what i think we should do and coming in november and how to vote is i think people should use their face masks like we're doing right now when we go out in public I mean, a lot of people don't wear face masks and that's up to you. I don't think it should be a lot that you have to wear face masks, but use a face mask. Uh, I think the, CD said, the CDC said it wouldn't help you regardless, but just use it. It probably does slow down the COVID-19 spread. But go, when you go vote, use a face mask and, of course, practice social distancing. I think they should do like one booth yes, one booth no. I mean, lines are going to be long regardless because it's November. It's voting day, um, voting time, but... I mean, it's worth the wait if your vote gets counted and as long as you stay safe, then if you're sick stay home, don't go out, but if you if you're not sick go vote, make sure you just wear a face mask and practice social distancing safely. I think there's going to be safe there has to be safe ways in order for us to vote where we can go out and vote for the people that we want to vote to lead us um, for the next 4 years. Now, Let's talk about the George Floyd situation. Um, I think it's a sad situation overall. Obviously, the cop did police brutality. I mean, there's no question about that. I mean, it was he shouldn't have done what he did, especially when he said that he couldn't breathe. He had to let go. And I also condemn, like, also the other, I think there's the other four cops. I'm not sure. But there's four, four other cops, I think. And they definitely are accomplices. They definitely should be fired. And I think they did get fired. I know the main cop, I forgot his name but um, I know he got third degree um, murder case, I think. Like he got uh, condemned for a third degree murder. For, uh, oh, Derek Chauvin, if, I don't know if I'm saying his name correctly, but for sure, I know he got, um, he got a third degree murder, condemned for a third degree murder, which I think he should be going to jail for what he did. There's no justification for what he did in any way Uh, We kind of, look, the the thing is, not not, this might be my first controversial thing, but we don't know if there was racist intent. Like, there probably was. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's just that the situation is that the person was black and him being, like, getting treated the way he was, obviously was going to pull out the race car because the cop was white. And again this is when I get into the situation where I don't think white people are bad and I don't think any race is bad. And I think this is when we confuse the term of racism because if we think about, a lot of the posts I've been seeing is that with the protests where just because they're black people, the the government wants to get involved. And I I disagree because they they compare it to when we were, when the people were arguing and they took their guns out and they were protesting about being locked in, um, being on, on lockdown. But the thing is, those people weren't destroying things. They weren't uh, destroying or burning buildings. Like, of course, the National Guard doesn't come in. And they have that right to bear arm because that's given to us under the Constitution. And these people are destroying things. And and I also have a problem with the riots. Like, first of all, we're in the middle of a pandemic. So destroying Target isn't the right option. I think I saw uh, yesterday, my friend sent me a tweet where they were burning down Arby's. I mean, guys, first of all, We've suddenly forgot all about the COVID-19 situation where we need to practice social distancing. We're being, people are acting dumb. I know, I know maybe civil disobedience isn't what you want and it isn't what you it isn't getting you the um, response that you want, but destroying places like Target where people work, these people need to provide for their family as well. And especially after we're in the middle, uh, middle of a pandemic, supplies are probably destroyed as well this is just dumb and it doesn't, it doesn't help. Like it doesn't help people that are in the middle of, of work and they're probably just reopening as well. They need this job and you're destroying their ability to have a job and ability to provide for their family. This is just dumb. And it's, especially since I saw that Arby, that Arby's burned down, those people work as well. And then I think they burned down the the precinct in where the, um, the cop, the, where the cop came from, I think that was just dumb as well. Because I mean, again, people forget that cops are also human beings and they ma- make mistakes. And of course, I don't again, I don't justify um that his name shaman, the, the cop's name. I don't I don't justify for what he did, but not all white people are are bad. We shouldn't assume that white people are bad. I, and I think that's just a racial racial divide. I mean, because one cop did one bad thing, of course, like that's that quote where one, uh, one apple, one rotten apple ruins the rest. The same situation here. Cops are meant to help people out. They're meant to do what their job, and most cops do their job. Of course, there's some bad cops like Shabon or however you say his name, who do stuff like this. Um, and they shouldn't. They shouldn't. I agree, they shouldn't. Um, but you shouldn't be going around destroying their precinct or destroying Target because these people work. These people provide for their families, and destroying that is incorrect. It's just, and also, you're destroying supplies that people might need in the future, especially where we're in the middle of a pandemic. It just doesn't make any sense to me why we would do stuff like that in 2020. And of, I think the National Guard should get involved. I mean, you shouldn't be destroying things, guys. Let's be honest. I think people should do, they should protest. Go ahead. You have the right to protest, you have the right to. To do stuff that you want, it's on. I think it's on. It is under the constitution. You have the right to do stuff like that. You have the right to free speech. You have the right to believe whatever you want in America. But destroying things is just wrong. And the same thing. It's just like when people say about free speech. I, you have the right to say whatever you want as long as you're not inciting violence. If you're inciting violence, then yes, you can get arrested. You because you, that's not what free speech is all about. Free speech is to do what we can do right now, which is protest to talk to the councilman. Like, for example, I went to the D.C. trip and we talked to the councilman and we, not the like the representative for our district and the rep and the senator. The one not specifically the senator, but we did talk to the representatives of the senator to provide change for the ideas that we wanted to change. Same here. Protest without rioting. Don't destroy things. Don't destroy people's jobs. Because people need to work, especially when in the middle of a pandemic, especially if you're destroying like small businesses. And I, I saw this in California, I think there was riots in the 80s or 90s, and I saw this picture where Koreans had their guns protecting their businesses. People are going to do that because they don't want their jobs, their, their businesses to be destroyed. Small businesses that are being destroyed, especially we're in the middle of a pandemic where people need to get that money, where small businesses obviously really got affected, should not be destroyed. And if you're destroying them, people will attack back. People will use their second amendment to, do, to attack. Again, I think the racial divide in our country is it's sad. I think we confuse um, a lot of ideas where we say, oh, because he's white, he doesn't get affected. I mean, just with that post where I was telling you about where it compares the people with guns because they're quote unquote white, all of them are white. Are you assuming because I'm white, well, because people are white, they're going to have guns and they can protest and they vote for Trump? That's racist itself, and I I don't like that idea that all white people just didn't wanna stay in lockdown. There was some people of color, and I think that's incorrect to assume that because you like Trump or you voted for Trump, you're white or you're racist. I think that's racist itself. You're assuming things about people. And the same thing with Joe Biden. Are you assuming because people are black they have to vote for you? They have to vote for the Democratic Party? That was racist, nobody said anything. And I, and this is the problem. We shouldn't assume because of people's color they're gonna vote or think a certain way. That's racist itself. I think that's a big problem we have right now. And I think my generation has that problem it's, itself. We act like the victims for a lot of things. And we and we want the government to fix all of our problems. And I think again, we shouldn't we shouldn't accuse one person's actions to, to everybody else. Like that's like the same thing with reparations. Um, that's could be a topic for another day, but I don't think we should do reparations, for example, because the actions of our ancestors, of, people, of people's ancestors, don't aren't your actions. They're not your fault. The same thing here, because one cop did bad thing, one bad cop, or four bad cops, however many cops there was there, doesn't talk for everybody else. The, their actions shouldn't... I mean, they set a precedent, or they do set a bad example of what cops are meant to be, but they don't talk for every other cop, and it's sad that because one cop messed up, everybody else gets messed up as well. A whole precinct got burned down, and, I, and that's unfortunate. I, I mean, obviously, I pray for George Floyd's family. It's a such a sad situation, but we shouldn't be doing what we're doing right now with the riots. It's just it's just very unfortunate. But thank you for hearing my episode. Um, <laughs> I guess I did go a little. I did extend myself a lot with the riot situation, but. It's just a very sad situation we're going to where we are we're clearly see that our country is very divided. And it's a sad situation, but hopefully everything gets, I hopefully the people that were involved do go to jail and do get sentenced for what they do. I mean, there's no just, justification for that. But I hope everything gets fixed. I mean, obviously, racism is never going to end, guys. But hopefully things get better after this situation situation where we try to help people out but who knows um our next topic next week i'll put a voting poll on twitter follow us on twitter on, at politics soccer i'll put a voting poll of what you we should talk about next thank you for listening to the episode and have a nice weekend try to watch some bundesliga on fox and thank you